0: Hey, let's go answer a bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! <gehört> Welcome into another episode of the Patriots podcast. I'm Sean, he's JJ. Hello. Here for the week four edition, the Patriots back in the win column. Two and one record with a 16-point victory over the Las Vegas Raiders. Rated. Uh,
1: you know, a few things. I mean, passing offense, play calling, all that for probably the first 25 minutes or so of the game was pretty sad, horrendous. Um, you know, Josh was calling. I mean, the first series we call like a Q- QB run on second down, or was a second series? I can't remember. And it's like he planned all the fucking week for a QB run on second down for two yard gain. Josh, it's a setup. Like, they're setting it up. I know, but co- like, yeah, it didn't work. Didn't set shit up. That didn't. Though, for three, what? How many series did they go? Three and out. You know, maybe get a first down. Out. Punt, punt, fumble. That's how they punt, started. No yeah, punt, punt, interception. Right. Uh, not great. But then the running game kicked in and really dominated. Our offensive line dominated. And, you know, I've, I've heard this a little bit, and I think it's a really funny idea, and it's starting, especially in a COVID year, it looks even more realistic. It's like, if you can just not do offsides and pre-stab penalties and stupid mistakes and hold on to the football, you're pretty much like a, you're a playoff team. <laughs> so, I, I mean, Oakland did a lot to fuck themselves in the- Las Vegas. Uh, oh, Vegas, yeah, shit.
0: I'm never going to get that right. You, you'll get there. You'll get there. I don't know. not there yet. The well, I mean, anytime you turn the ball over three times, leading to a couple scores for the other two, yeah, you're you're going to put yourself in a bad spot there. The um, the Raiders, yeah, the the thing that that definitely stood out to me was and why why was Jim Nance and Tony Romo doing this game of all games? I'm not sure. Apparently, this was the best game of the weekend. CBS, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was great to have their insight. And one of the things that Romo is always great about. Pointing out is when the Patriots figure out something, and they oh they're, yeah. they're running to the perimeter, and then they you notice and you keep watching, you're like yeah they're running to the perimeter over and yeah, over he and is over right. again. He's good with that. And then and then Sony Michelle starts breaking it in the middle. Burkhead, even JJ, um, my goodness. JJ Taylor. JJ Taylor. He kind of got things going, you know, going a little bit. JJ he... Taylor was the spark. He was the one that got to the edge initially that made them realize oh yeah we can do this right. His speed totally changed everything, opened up the middle, and then you know what the what ended up happening in this game was the Patriots outrated the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. They raided them. Yeah, two hundred and fifty yards on the ground. Are you shitting me? We came. We talked last week, and I was like shitting a brick because I thought the Raiders were going to run for two hundred yards and hold the ball for thirty-five minutes. And the exact which they probably couldn't.
1: They maybe could have done that.
0: Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. They they just. Well, they didn't stick with it. They got behind, but they were stick they were they were down three at halftime. Got the ball to start the second half. It's not like they were playing from behind the whole game. They weren't no. really playing from behind until the end of the third quarter. And at that point, no. it's like if you're gonna have David Carr, or I mean Derek Carr, drop back and try to throw the ball all over the yard, not gonna happen. It's gonna happen?
1: No, no, not at all. Um, I mean, yeah, Sony, Sony had like. 100-and-something yards for... Uh, Sony
0: was breaking on, bigger on, runs than he ever has, ever. On
1: nine carries.
0: And not like, looking fast, either. Just I think he had seven doing well. carries. Yeah, just making good reads. That cutback was fantastic. Yeah, he was bitching. One. Jonathan Abram got, got beat a couple times. Just on yeah. very simple cutbacks on the third level, where it's like, yeah, he's going to cut back. Have you seen him run in a straight line? It's not impressive. Obviously, he's going to cut back.
1: Yeah, I mean... I think he at least show that he shows he still belongs in the league, you know, because um, he averaged like I don't know, like 15 yards a carry in that game because of those two long ones. He's not a burner. I feel like maybe he was, but he they definitely asked him to bulk up because they were like, you're not a burner. Well, it's also his knee. Yeah, it's okay. Knee. His well, we'll let that pass. I mean, that was that was pretty good. I mean, Josh Jacobs was ripping him off. He's on us. so good. I mean, it was like the first play. It was like a 13 yard gain running on the left. You know by the left tackle it's like holy shit and you're right they didn't stick with it They got nervous they freaked out and then you know They started sputtering because they asked them the car to throw we had a good plan for Waller What you know with all the different coverages we were doing with him so that was They were he said it was confusing he was like well you know It looked like they were double covering him and then they drew off So the Patriots defense did good there and it threw off their rhythm They took away his best weapon his comfort zone and I'm surprised Gruden didn't keep running the ball because basically, we, they, you're right, they were down by three, they came in the half, they didn't do anything with it. We went down, scored, and I think right after that was the the fumble in the end zone. No, no, which no, is no. that was later.
0: That was later? They, they got that was like later. three and out right after that. They, they came out and they, they moved it to start the second half, and then Carlson shanked the field goal. Oh, my God. They right. brought it all the way down. Carlson shanked the field goal, and then the, the Pats drove it down for a touchdown, and that, that was it. They yeah, like back.
1: And then, well, one, I feel like once we got the. the basically,
0: we thought it was going to be a safety, but Carr fumbled. Oh, well, that, that brought us to 36 that, points. That was that pretty much ended it, right? Yeah, it was over at that point. I mean, why
1: even, you know, Carr dropped. It's like, you don't drop the ball in the end zone, dude.
0: He's a He's just not. I mean, good.
1: that's a simple mistake that you can,
0: anyone just like, oh, yeah, if you're in the end zone, just go down. Yeah. You get killed, fucking fall to the ground fine um this was that was the plan it was to make them get away from the running game while some, and the way to do that is build a lead build a lead make the raiders move away from the running game and simultaneously through the whole thing make sure darren waller doesn't play a role in this game. yeah and they did that they did they, that i mean they,
1: they got lucky him. with that they didn't keep going to the run and i think josh jacobs hip had something to do with that because he was having some issues there uh he
0: also fumbled early he fumbled early, he fumbled you're right? Early. That's a confidence boost. I mean, confidence hit for both him and the play caller. Demonte Booker played fine, but uh, Jacob stayed in and was still effective. He's still effective.
1: He's he's a really good running he's back. So good, I really really like. Him. He's awesome. But he's, he is so he's fast. He's quick. He's, he's big. Big. He's, he's got everything you want a running back right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, you're right. They they just went away with it. they went away from it. So.
0: But what happened to D- Darren Waller? He, Darren Waller, just didn't, it's like he didn't even play, and they, they went to, they showed a bunch of replays of him, and I was, I was keeping tabs on him during the game, but you're looking out there, it's like they got, they, they must have used four or five guys to defend him in one-on-one matchups, and it looked like most of the time it was just one-on-one. They bracketed him a few times, notably that, uh when Devin McCourty tipped it at the goal line and Jason almost caught it, but guess who tipped it away? Josh J. Like, <laughs> that was one time that they did have bracket coverage on him because it was in the red zone. But so much of the time, it was just like, we'll put Jawan Johnson on there, Jawan Williams, every yeah. time, every time. Or we'll put Stephon Gilmore on him. We'll, let's give Jason McCourty a ton of at bat. Devin McCourty yep. goes on him. I mean, they, they just switched it up on him. He never got comfortable. He never even... I just can't get over how he was gone. I mean, we should have expected it. This is classic Bill, but it's still surprising. I it.
1: Right? I mean, um, you know, they asked Gruden about it after the game, and Gruden's like, "Well, our game plan is not to get one guy the ball, but he was open. We didn't get him."
0: <laughs> is that He was. Right?
1: Uh, he was like, "He's like, give it to the Patriots. They had a great game plan, but we missed them a few times." So, and I, you know, that's on the quarterback. It's on the quarter. That's vision. It's like, yeah, you can do things so many times, but guys, are gonna get open. It's like, it's gonna
0: happen. I was so, watching him. He was, like, immediately looking away from him. Like, if Waller's on the right side, he drops back, he's...
1: Right, and maybe that's something the Patriots picked up on, where they were like, okay, Carr looks to him first and looks to go to him first, but doesn't come back to him. So if we can keep, you know, confuse him on that first look... Right, they disguise a double team, make it look like a double, double team, team. Okay, it's him. double, go away, go somewhere else. So, you know, uh, I do like that kid Renfro.
0: He can, he can play. He can play, right? He's... It's weird. It's weird, because... He doesn't he looks like an accountant. He looks yeah, like Yeah, he doesn't look the part. He looks like any a name. law school. He's not very he's a little bigger this year. Last year he wasn't like very built. Yeah, he's he's gonna he's an NFL player. The the biggest disappointment I had in the game was that end of the first half. The Raiders get the ball back with like 45 seconds to go. Something like yep. that. And I'm literally trying to change the channel to Red Zone and I'm like, just make sure they kneel it. Just make sure. And then all of a sudden they're in field goal range, and then before you know it, they're at the one-yard line in the end zone. Like, what the hell? They had, here it is. They got yeah. the ball with 25 seconds to go on 25-yard line. How does that end with them getting a touchdown? Derek Carr is your goddamn quarterback. Pretty sad. That's embarrassing. Yeah. The big pass interference to Gilmore. That was a, Gilmore got beat. He knew he got beat. He held him back.
1: Right, yeah, And
0: they, because it probably would have been a completion. But it's like, don't get beat. If he, if That's he the could, thing completed it and he wasn't able to bring him down, which it looked like he was getting outside of arms, then that, that might've yeah. been a walk in touchdowners play.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, Gilmore has, you know, the defense had a good game in this, I think up front, they're doing a little better. The second level there, uh, they can get run on. I mean, they're going to have Adrian Phillips in there at safety. He's great. It's a great play during pass you know, clear passing yards and stuff or clear passing downs. Um, but they're going to get absolutely run over and Gilmore on the secondary secondary secondary's whole been has been pretty good. But Gilmore is a defensive MVP and he just got a $5 million raise and all this other shit. It's like he hasn't looked as good this year as he has in last year. Now, I don't know if he's more grabby or maybe he's the same and the, the refs have picked up on something that he's doing that you can't really tell. And they're calling it now, but he's been flagged a few times. He's had a couple guys get open. He had a hell of a game with Metcalf last week. You know, hell of a matchup. Metcalf might be the best no. receive, physical receiver in the league right now. Well, if you're gonna put, phys- well, it's just like you watch the guys that he. I mean, this is completely off topic. You watch the games that he's in, and he is like three strides ahead of the cornerback.
0: Yeah, runs away from people, and he elbows and like, so he does everything.
1: It's like holy shit! How is he that open? Like it's not like you you fucking lost track of him he's huge he's fast he's a, He ran he's enormous
0: four. He not like
1: he's one of these little tiny quick guys that's a 511 speedster and like might get around you because you're not looking or something he's enormous
0: he's like julio jones turned up to 11
1: yeah literally but um so gilmore you know i know he's had some some good receiver he's been playing but you know he's got to be if he wants to be the guy he's got to be the guy type of thing and you know he's done it before so we'll yeah. see
0: he's got room to improve uh kyle Duggar got Got some time in. I thought he looked so so. He yeah, he's they're blitzing him. They're blitzing they're him, seven, which is two. great. Yeah. Let him let him do. He blitzed in college. That's probably something that you could get used to. You don't have to think that much yeah. about that. Just go and go and get him. Uh but yeah, you pointed out the linebackers. He's basically
1: playing linebacker.
0: He is playing a lot of the same Adrian Phillips dropped drops more than Duggar does. But both of them play that. Uh, small linebacker big safety just drop them right into the box and that's why right right from the get-go in this game I'm like can't tackle anybody we can't separate from any blocks on the inside the I'm talking about at the second level yeah and it's just it's scary and something's got to get better there I don't know what but it is early but but that's a big area for improvement Adam Butler the man Adam Butler my boy that dude can seriously play. Chase Winovich is actually becoming like an like an above average pass rush. He's not just another body oh, yeah. out there. He's a guy that other teams are probably going to look at that dude.
1: Yeah. They're going to start get, he's going to have to get chipped stuff like that. He's definitely he's very fast around the end. He's really very a fast. He's one of those guys that can get upfield quick and he's going to try and loop around the tackle and get him from behind. That's he's not really this not at le- least that we've seen yet as like a power bull rush guy. Purely one of those classic. I always think of the New York Giants. Classic, typical New York Giants guy. Gets around the end, tries to reach in with the arm and get the ball. Yeah. Which we haven't had, you know, probably since Trey Flowers. So it's nice to have. Yeah. Nice the, to have. Uh, he's definitely improving. Uh, Shalique Calhoun had a decent game where he was getting some decent pressure. Dietrich Wise, I feel like this year. I don't know if it's because he's more of a defensive end or he's just gotten that much stronger, but he is becoming tough to deal with in the middle. Contract and contract year. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so I, you know, people are saying they don't have enough on the defensive line. I mean, I wouldn't mind another piece there, but linebacker is just like linebacker is a glaring weak. They need somebody because Copeland's there and he's not, you know, he's a kind of a vet. He was from the Jets. I mean, he was a starter in the league, but he's not really anyone that does anything that's like, oh, he's, you know, you don't even notice him. Up, right. Which isn't a great spot to be at linebacker. And then the only times you notice the other guys is when they're getting bowled over Bentley, I think, you know, they're asking him to be an everyday, every every down linebacker. And not even just an everyday down linebacker. He's supposed to be the focal point. Of the everyday, like he is the Gerard Mayo, the Dante. He's supposed to be this guy that's leading the defense, he's there on every play, he's getting a lot of
0: tackles. And he, I don't think he's really that guy. Well, he's not there. There's there's a chance he could develop into that guy by the end of the sure. season, and sure. it's, it's either he develops into that or Belichick goes, He's not that guy, so we're gonna have to reframe this. We don't have one of those guys, right now. no, where he always has. He really always, there's always, there was Bruski, you know, depending on where Vrabel was playing any given year. And then it went right into Gerard Mayo and right into Tate Hightower from there. There was always that guy. There
1: was. And there was always guys around that
0: guy. Right. There was always uh Ted Johnson yep. you're saying. Roman oh, Pfeiffer. Roman Pfeiffer. You, you know,
1: Junior is a lot of guys, you know what I mean? Gary Guyton. Yep. Name, Guyton. Jamie right Collins. Dane like, Fletcher. I don't I remember some is. of
0: Fletcher. some of these.
1: Wouldn't call it Dane Fletcher, but Uh, we could. You know what? That's the sad part is I'd probably take fucking Dane Fletcher right
0: now. I remember he wasn't very good. I would take probably 2011 Dane Fletcher definitely Montana. I'd take that. I'd take Gary Guyton in 2009. I'd take Gary Guyton.
1: Yeah, I mean they need they need something there because you know so against the Chiefs, I don't think it's gonna be a big deal, but
0: the line seems good to me. The uh, you got Lawrence Guy, you got excuse me adam butler up front but then the just the plethora of bodies at edge player with some upside as you mentioned with wise and winovich to to separate themselves from the other guys but you still have rock solid john simon always there shalee calhoun's a solid player i wonder if
1: they could try simon in the middle yeah, I, think so. I know he's slow. He's like a lumbering guy, but like just someone to eat tackles and shed
0: blocks. It's like kind of what they need. That's what the trade deadline is. And yeah, well, we got to do something about it. We just talked for like 15 minutes about this game. Effectively, didn't mention Cam Newton, who has been all we could talk about the first two weeks, which was nice. Right. It was like the rest of the team came up around him, and he didn't. W-
1: well, he needed that.
0: Yes, you know and he it was. That. He will need that. I mean,
1: everything was going as good as. You know, I've heard all kinds of people, people that are doubters, people that are, you know, big fans, everyone across the board. Wow. Can't like you can't really have asked anything more out of Cam Newton or had your expectations higher than what actually came to fruition in these first two games. Like first game, he ran it down everyone's throat. He looked healthy. You're the holy shit. The second game he threw all over Seattle, which we're finding out is could be a historically bad defense. So, you know, but. He was able to throw. There was separation. I mean, it's only three games for Seattle. Maybe they'll get better, but they're really bad. So, But still, he threw 400 yards, looked great at, at the time. Then in this game, he comes in. He's struggling. He can't really get the run going. He's trying to throw. I mean, they made some throws. Nothing really fantastic. Edelman wasn't going. Harry only had a couple catches. Um, you know, he, Cam wasn't really seeing the field as good as he had the previous two games. So it was nice to see the rest of the the team come around him like you said but it's also you know it's not all strawberries and daisies with cam newton like he's gonna have some growing pains he's gonna have some things he's got to work through you know there's gonna be games where he needs the bailout luckily we have bill belichick
0: yeah without a doubt and the quietest three touchdown performance you're gonna see all season Rex Burkhead had uh, oh goes my god airborne for three touchdowns can't believe he got all those touches i was about to pick him up in fantasy i was like you know Rexburg
1: has these games every so often where he just gets a ton of touchdowns because he's the guy that's healthy. But, mm, no, I'm gonna stay away from it. And of course, one after another, touchdown, touchdown,
0: touchdown, crazy. And he wasn't even the the best running back this day. I know.
1: Screwed Sony. They should have gave him a touch.
0: I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to at the end when yep, Sony got them too. all the way down there. Uh, all right. So good win. Pats are two and one. Raiders fall to two and one. Love seeing Gruden out there. I don't know what's going on with. Face mask at certain times. Hopefully he
1: can get that under control. I don't
0: know what's going on with Bill either. Bill's wearing the neck muff for part of it. Then he's going with a mask worn like over his nose only, like a bird of yeah, prey. Yeah, it's like from always half Sunny. up.
1: And then they, I think someone caught onto it, and he didn't get fined for it. But
0: he <laughs> just can't figure it out. And then you watch some of these the the guys that are wearing the visor, like Mike Zimmer, the Shield, the Shields, Matt Rule, just like hands off. You can talk clearly into the microphone. Just do that. What's, Frank Reich
1: actually was really pulling it off. What's I was really impressed with it? Frank Reich. There is the there. Pro-
0: is a glare. Is glare the problem? Like I, I think I, if you're
1: outdoors, it's gonna
0: fog up. No, nobody this weekend's fogged up. The only time I've sure. seen a fog up was on opening, and that was a chilly night. Where if it's daytime, be a problem. Mm, I don't know. Well, it is well,
1: hilarious the mask thing. I mean, I'm all for the masks, but like the coach on the
0: sideline, it's like isn't I mean. Do you expect him to wear a mask in the meeting room with everybody in the organization all week for the last two months? Does it do they?
1: I wonder if they do.
0: I wonder if they do too. But like on the sideline, he's not really near anybody, and he's outside. We're,
1: well, yeah, definitely in New England, they're outside. It's like he's not like it's not like he's like sitting next to somebody, and they're like, I mean, there's a lot of spit going on, so I don't there's know. Spit, but the players are out there. The players are know. out there running around no mask. And, uh, yeah, we just
0: Tennessee. Started. Tennessee. Tennessee and uh, the Vikings. After matching up last week and another epic failure for the Vikings, uh, Mm -hmm. Tennessee test positive, like eight guys, I think, uh, only half of which were on. The Vikings are suspending activities because they were on the field with them last week. You know, this was bound to happen. It was only a matter of time, and I'm I'm curious to see how quickly they can get things under wraps and if it means that that those teams and their upcoming opponents have to wonder. Yeah, Wouldn't it be amazing if the two opponents had a game against each other in the schedule further down the line that they just bump up to this week? Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, yeah. I wonder if they would even think about doing that. The coaches would probably be livid. How am I going to prepare? They'd freak out. Starting on Wednesday Oh, yeah, they could. I don't think
1: they could do that. Uh, Maybe. I, I just wonder how much time they have to, you know, wait for everybody, I guess, Tennessee's probably getting everyone tested immediately, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure everybody gets tested all the time. They get tested. They do, every day. Either every day or at least every week. And uh, I I mean, pedestrian organization, if you have somebody test positive positive in contact with other people, everybody gets tested or everybody. So it'll be a developing story. Uh, they'll continue to test people. If, if they just have to sit people out and pretend like it's a short-term IR, they'll do that, promote other people. Mm-hmm or if they have to skip a week. I wonder. I wonder what's going to yep. happen. But back to last weekend, Titans, Vikings. Vikings are winning, as always, seemingly, in the fourth quarter. And uh, just blow it. I mean, just blow it. Kirk Cousins gets the ball back down like a point with a point. Yep. two minutes to go on, you know, typical, get the ball at your own 25 after the other team kicks a field goal. Goskowski, dominant. Six field goals. but Dominant, dude, after the, the horrible performance. Yeah. That Vikings offense, they just decide, okay, we have a quarterback who can't move, can't buy a single little lick of time. Let's go empty. Let's spread five guys out, send them all into the formation. That'll limit the amount of people they can send. Yeah, it'll limit the amount of people they can send, but it's not going to limit the way they send those people. They're all going to be blitzing against the pass head down. I mean, it's just like, it's mind boggling. Why don't they ever give him a max protect ever, ever? It's like you're sending out your fourth receiver into the root. No one cares about him. He's not going to beat anyone. He sucks. <laughs> Why not keep Kyle Rudolph, who's built like a shithouse, keep him in the block. Yeah. Take Dalvin Cook out. He's not a good pass protector. Bring in, bring in that fullback. The guy's name's ham. That guy can pass protect. <laughs> And it's just—it's so infuriating to watch because he just gets sacked three times in a row, every fucking time when they get into two. Every
1: fucking every time, time. and they
0: never try anything else. They're just like spread them out, spread them out, spread them out.
1: Nope. But yet their offensive coordinators keep getting hired. Yeah, I don't even know who they have right now. But it's complete shit show over there. Uh, I don't like the team. I don't like them. Sorry, Granny. I don't
0: like Kirk Cousins. So okay, I know I know you don't, but he plays great in October. So just buckle up.
1: Yeah, he's gonna have good three or four games this season. And everyone's gonna be all over his dick and go, oh yeah, look at Kirk Cousins. And then it's gonna equivalent to—I don't know if equilibrate is a word. You can make it one. It's gonna come out as nothing at the end. They're not gonna make the playoffs. If they do, they're gonna be out the first fucking round. They suck. I don't think they're gonna make a play. Aren't they 0 three?
0: They're 0-3, yeah. And they're playing, oh. they're playing the Texans weekend, who are also oh, 0-3. Done. Two desperate teams. Yeah. The Vikings are going in with uh, some done. COVID cases, likely. Some other games from last weekend. So there were a bunch of of like just hair-pulling games. Like, mm-hmm. what in the fuck? That Bengals-Eagles game, just pulling my hair. Why do the Eagles suck so bad?
1: Horrible. Why? Carson Wentz is terrible.
0: Carson Wentz seems so bad. I understand they have so many injuries on the offense. Just devastating. But their skill position continue to suck.
1: They're just, really just bad.
0: They're bad. They're a bad team. And they're I, a I'm, really bad team. I'm done thinking they're even okay.
1: Yeah. They used to be like tough. Oh, they have a great defense.
0: I don't even know. I don't think they got anything. Oh, they're sneaky.
1: They got, you know, they can go do the West Coast offense thing every so long. nope.
0: Nothing. Even the pass rush. It's like Brandon Graham is still their best pass run. He's been in the league forever. Dark Barnett's good. I'll give you that. Darius Slay is good. But every team good players.
1: Yeah, right, exactly.
0: It's, it's bad. And that offensive line is not getting any. Jason went down. He's 37 years old, former retiree, playing left tackle. Now he's out. Who's his backup? Holy shit, <laughs> I don't even want to know. Yeah, literally. Uh, um, elsewhere worlds. in the shit show category, the Bears go down 16 points to the Falcons. They replace Mitchell Trubisky. Finally, right? <laughs> I get that they he sat a couple... Games last year, I don't remember if there was he's involved, but remember Chase Daniel was, yeah. was playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gave me shit like two years ago because I was like, "Trubisky is no good, no good." And You're like, "Why are you? Why are you so hard on him? Why are you so hard on Trubisky?" <laughs> yeah. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole world has come around. He gets he gets sat in this game, and Nick Foles doesn't doesn't look amazing. Didn't look incredible. He had one really nice touchdown pass to Anthony Miller against the yeah, uh, but other than that, pretty. Pretty, I mean, just average. Yeah, and, literally average. And the, the the Falcons managed to blow it again.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what is going on there. I tell How you what's going just, on:
0: a coaching so That's what's going on. Yeah, it
1: it's really bad. They have so much talent. They're just oozing talent on fucking offense. Pooler didn't play. Still, they still got a lot of talent. Todd Gurley. They got uh, Calvin Ridley. Is in, like insane. Yeah. out there. I mean, uh, I can't remember. They got the tight end from... Austin Hooper. Yeah, Austin Hooper. No. Austin no, Hooper no, he left. left. They, got they got... They got the guy from the Ravens. Hayden Hurst. Yeah. I mean, Really I good know. offensive just, line. Matt Ryan's got a... It's just sad. It's really, they're in 3 because they lost the game three times in a row. The interception
0: he threw on the last drive was brutal. Was terrible. Was just brutal. Oh, terrible. Why and are you trying is... to fit that in against cover two and then you just leave it, just throw it directly?
1: Um... We've seen the Jets uh, just fall apart and sadly are ruining another quarterback and pretty much going to full rebuild yet again. It seems like every two years they're in full rebuild mode. They're like, well, we've spent a high-round pick on this quarterback who we've just kicked in the balls repeatedly, and now he can't walk anymore. And then, uh, yeah, we'll start over. We're just going to sell off and start over
0: again. Sometimes they make it three. Sometimes. Darnold. Darnold's
1: not even that bad.
0: They've just ruined him. There's you can look up some clips of Darnold. If you look like a high, highlight clip of Darnold not bad. on the Jets, he he makes some really nice plays.
1: He does. He does. Someone said, "Oh, per, like if they're gonna cut Darnold. He'll come to the Patriots, and watch him be like really good." Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked.
0: <laughs> you'd see like you'd see a lot of Jets fans. Be uh, pretty angry. Yeah, I wasn't real high on Darnold, but the, yeah, th- that reminds me. They were rebuilding in 2009. They sign up Rex Ryan. They draft, trade up, draft Mark Sanchez at five, go to back to back AFC championships, 09, 10, 11. They suck, start the rebuild. Or the, I don't know if they started the rebuild yet, but by 2012, the butt fumble happened. And it was all. And it's full re- from that moment on.
1: Yep. The butt fumble was really, I mean, I feel. The delineation. I mean, there's a lot of bad plays. The butt fumble really got taken out of proportion. They were like,
0: "It's the worst play."
1: The Jets just the Jets media
0: name. It's got the the
1: best. The Jets media just ripped the like the New York media. Both both the Giants and Jets. I think those are the one and two worst teams in the league right now. Yeah, easily. The state of New York is in shambles all around. I don't even know who you put next in that. It might be the Falcons. Someone was like, "Oh, Detroit." Well, then Detroit came out and beat the not beat the crap, but they beat Arizona. Yeah. In Arizona. I know. I not that the home field is huge great. anymore, but...
0: I picked that game.
1: Yep. I can't... I mean, that was just... I'm not going
0: to tell you that I missed all the other games.
1: Kyler Murray <laughs> didn't look great. I mean, he looks really good running the ball, passing the ball. That game was so-so. Detroit, I don't know how they got a win, but Matt, not a lot sure. of coming.
0: He has a, a weird way of just, like, laying down blueprints for beating offenses that nobody else has figured out yet. He did it with the Rams. Yeah. He's, yep. It seems like he, he may have done it with Arizona. I may be overstating that. Uh, he did it with the Chiefs even last year. Like He really held the Chiefs in check last year, and they should have won that game. It came down to right. about a yard. But it's like, I don't know how he he's able to do that with these, these things that are, are puzzles that it seems like nobody in the NFL can figure out. He figures it out with shit-ass personnel in Detroit. And then He'll just blow it to the Bears out of nowhere. What? Yeah, literally. What are you doing on those weeks? Oh yeah, exactly. Would you just fall asleep at the wheel? And then the um, the best game from Sunday. Um, I know you want to talk about Seattle Dallas, but the best game <laughs> in in my, in my view, at least, was the Bills go up like I think it was twenty eight to three. I think it yeah. actually was It's kind of poetic. Was but, it that high? Yeah, it was twenty eight to three. The Rams come all the way back, take the lead, thirty two to three. They put up 29 unanswered. And then Josh Allen, the guy who I love to make fun of, who had previously thrown a couple touchdown passes, takes his team all the way down the field. Uh, They get into like a third and 15. That was brutal. Wait, wait, even before that, um, what happened? He might have taken a sack, and then they came right back, and he's just running backwards. He's doing classic Josh Allen imploding. Blowing it. Running backwards, breaks like four tackles, and throws the ball away, and then he gets called for the favor. So they bring it back. You're right. And then it's like third and 25, 15-yarder. Then you get the pass and it's questionable, very questionable. And that brings it down to the one-yard line. They punch it in.
1: Yeah, it was kind of bullshit. And the pass interference was like pretty ticky-tack for a final, like, literally play of a game. Oh, we'll give it to him on the one. It's like, excuse me? Like, it wasn't like he tackled the guy or, oh, it, you know, it was a little handsy. Just a little handsy, yeah. Which they haven't really been called. This year. You know what I mean? Like, they've definitely lessened all the penalties this year. Pretty obvious. They're letting them play a little more, which is great. But, like, then you get calls like that. It's like, well, you haven't thrown the flag on that all fucking game and you chose to do it now. In that
0: fixes in. The fixes in.
1: So, uh, yep, Dallas at Seattle. Dallas doesn't look great. I don't think that, you know, Seattle's defense is horrible. And what they keep, you know, their offense is pretty much unstoppable. Basically. Seems pretty unstoppable at the moment. Um, yeah, the New Orleans Green Bay game, Drew Brees is just <laughs> that
0: was, a snoozer. Ooh, for a, was game, a snoozer for a game with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It's just I, I could not get into that game, even though
1: good teams. I'm saying it was just kind of like Green Bay was always
0: ahead, always ahead. Rodgers was in control, and just you know, the, the game came down to once again, Rogers draws people off sides, chucks it up right. deep, and either the guy catches it or they get a PI and just get a touchdown right afterwards. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, oh, sick. How does this always happen? Yeah, there's certain quarterbacks that always works for. And then the game of the year, as we dubbed it last week, Kansas City going into Baltimore was not the game of the year. Not the game of the year one bit. Lamar Jackson, leading rusher in the game, also 83 yards had about 95 yards passing. Yeah, uh, Mahomes looked like himself. He looked great. The whole mm-hmm. offense looked like it was it was clicking. They went into a down period in the third quarter, but they came roaring out of it. This is the Chiefs' offense, uh, whereas the Ravens just never hit their stride.
1: They never got anything going.
0: They had a kick return for a touchdown, which went into the basically kept them in board. the game. Yeah, and I thought they were that was just going to be a big momentum shift. And I wonder that's one of those moments. The home crowd does that just get them all riled up, and that does actually you know manifest yeah. in, into a game changer. But. Not even close. Lamar Jackson threw the ball 28 times for 97 yards, 3.5 yards per attempt.
1: Yeah, I mean, basically uh, what I thought was interesting about Lamar is, you know, last year was the first year he kind of came on the scene. He, He started a few games for his rookie season and played that playoff game then. And then last year was really, you know, he became the MVP over the season. Going into it, everyone was like, "I think this might be the year where Lamar comes on." So, and we've talked about it in the past how those offenses, these players that come along, and everyone's like, in a season, it's so hard to just take over or figure out how to stop or slow these things down or this ser- certain guy, Lamar Jackson. You know, I like. Although we'll never forget Wildcat years ago. It's like that took like several months for anyone to be like, "Oh, this is all we have to do to figure it out." And the thing I've always been interested is Lamar is, you know. Can he do it, or is there someone going to figure him out? Is the defense going to figure him out where they can do, you know, what slows him down, what can't slow him down? You know, this year, first two games, he's done pretty well. Now, less than 100 yards passing at a quarterback position is really bad.
0: It's pretty damn bad.
1: His offense didn't help him. Mark Andrews had several missed catches. Uh, Marquise Brown is literally their only receiver running around out there. It seems like, and it's like. You knew this team didn't have wide receivers. You want this guy to be more of a throwing quarterback, and you've designed just this ultimate run game that has sometimes might have no passing attack at all.
0: Yeah. Well, they they scored thirty eight points in week one and thirty three in week two. I know. There, but then this they, is only they, one game. But yeah. I mean, Brian Greasy brought it up during the broadcast on Monday night. He said exact. Uh, Lamar Jackson, in his career, went down trailing by 10 points or more, 0-5. And, and after last night, he's 0-6. Wow. That team is not built to come from behind. That's how no. the Titans the Titans, got right. out in front of them in the playoffs. The Titans are not a better team than the Ravens are, not even last year. But they played the better game. They played it smarter. They got ahead at the beginning, which you mm-hmm. have to do. Anybody that defers against the Raven is an idiot. You take the ball to start, and you better have your best play set, Matt Nagy-style, where I'm going to score a touchdown on this first drive, and mm-hmm. I'm to, they're not going to go away from their game after one touchdown. But if you're winning by ten points in the second quarter, they're going to start throwing the ball, and it's not going to go great. Anytime you take the Ravens and, and you make them throw the ball more than sixty percent of the time, you're winning. They don't want to do that. Yeah. So that's, well, then it comes the down to is to do that. Is that style of football going to win
1: you the big one? Because you're going to have to go against key teams like the Chiefs, who are just the ultimate at. Getting ahead quick, fast touchdowns, bombs downfield. I mean, they're they've got so much speed at receiver, and they made Baltimore's secondary look like a bunch of you know A league players.
0: It's a very like, good question, and the the answer is a complicated one. Where the Patriots two years ago, when they beat them in the AFC Championship, they had one of these running offense. They really didn't have this that's best- true throwing offense but Tom Brady was special enough working with Gronk and Edelman that they could pass when they had to Lamar Jackson probably isn't there yet yeah I mean it's pretty much
1: if you to. can if you can throw off Mark Andrews game big time they have a serious problem getting the ball downfield
0: big time problem that miscatch in the end zone really hurt yeah that was bad
1: uh, um all
0: right but well, still Kansas City they got a lot of firepower man a lot of firepower sitting there 3-0 and the Chiefs a really tough schedule to start the season for a, a, a Super Bowl champ. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. faced the Texans to start the year. It's a playoff team. I know they haven't been good this year, but that was a playoff team and was in it somewhat, somewhat of a rivalry. The Texans, the Chiefs, last season, all these things, and everybody knows it's going to be a good game opening. But then at the Chargers, a snoozer that they always play terribly in. At the Ravens versus the Patriots, Raiders at the Bills. That's a tough way to start the season Super Bowl champion. They didn't ease them in schedule-wise. Chiefs look up to task outside of that Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Now they got to play at home against the Patriots. Thank goodness the Arrowhead fans aren't going to be at full force. Although I believe they do let some people there, just judging by uh, opening night. The thing is, the Pats defense is built at least on the back end to cover some of these guys. On the front end, I just I I don't have much faith in anything. And if you're not gonna slow down Patrick Mahomes, you're not gonna win this game. The the only way I can really think of to, to slow down Patrick Mahomes is you need to have lockdown, lockdown on the back end and and you need to have excellent pass rush. And it's like yeah. what teams have both of those things? That's that's a rare, rare combination. Yeah. Uh, so some of these guys on the edge really need to play above their skill level. at this. And I just really worry that if the Chiefs are able to get Clyde Edward, he needs an acronym. We need – I can't be calling him Clyde Edward Hilaire all the time. Uh, if they get that dude going in the running game, up the middle, in between the tackles, taking advantage of our weak linebacker, then we're fucked because they'll the have everything. Game. They'll just have everything. It's a long game, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, who's the player – That you have to eliminate from this offense.
0: Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's definitely... Tyreek Hill allows them to score from 50 yards up. And I know what what people say out there is, oh, McCole Hardman's just as fast. You see that touchdown he had the other night? Yeah, it's because... Did you see where the safety was? Nowhere in the screen. Because he's looking at Tyreek Hill. He makes that... He makes everything else open up. And after him comes Travis Kelsey and then you worry about yeah Sammy Watkins take a 100 if Sammy Watkins comes out of this game with a buck 20 I get no problem if Tyree Kill comes out with a buck 50 I got problems
1: right right I mean it's it's a hell of a matchup yeah we I mean I feel like for the last few years Bill has been building this secondary with the idea that it has to play Kansas City every year in the playoffs or whatever um, you know big guy for the tight end all just a plethora of cornerbacks beat these guys the problem is like you said is if they beat you running the ball and i mean you know the best you can do is slow them down in the pass
0: the best gonna you can be, do is slow them down in the pass we need to there's you a, need to do more there's just a, there's a couple of blueprints out there for how to beat and they the chargers
1: on. did it the chargers should have won
0: chargers but that that was they played great defensively they, they played did really great defensively they and they they used really the quarterback good pass as a running pressure. as a runner uh classically to beat this team it's you need to run the ball need to you need to have 15 play drives and you eat up that clock it's how the colts beat them it's how the texans it's how uh it's how the titans beat them really up until the end the titans actually had to throw the ball in the uh typically that's the way you have to do it and you know our team is is showing signs of that i know they did really well against the raiders in the run game but it took a while to figure out how to do and uh, yes if they have to just rely on Cam running the ball 20 times, that's, that's a hard play.
1: Yeah. Uh, you do get Damian Harris back this week at running back. Are they going to activate him? I don't know yet. I'm hearing that he's supposed to be activated, but okay, we'll see what happens. Uh, he would be great to see at running back, see what he brings to the table. I think if you have him and then you get, you know, seems like Sony unfortunately gets motivated when his job is on the line or you see someone doing much better than him. So Damian Harris and him might be a great running back to him. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on with James White, if they're getting him back this this week. But, yeah, you got to stick to the run. Joe Tooney at center uh, with Owenu going to the left guard seemed to work really well last week against the, you know, we talked about a decent Oakland line. Uh, this uh, this defensive line, you know, this defense in a whole, they, they really don't have a whole lot Um you know, they got Chris Jones up front. Everybody knows about him. Uh, you know, they got uh, they got the Honey Badger on the back end. You know, there's Frank not Clark. a – Frank Clark. But besides that, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, they, they did well against San Diego, who Justin Herbert just started his first game, and he still threw through for 300 yards on them. Um, Lamar Jackson, they just did – I mean, that was more of Patrick Mahomes playing defense that I feel like his their defense was. It's like – they get, like you said. They fell into the trap. They got behind. They started throwing, and they can't really do it. They so can't really. they don't have the weapons. So I think we can score on this defense. I their secondary is LeGarius Sneed, who's questionable. Shavarius Ward, Antonio Hamilton, Rashad Fenton. Not not a lot of players. Not a lot of players there. Their linebackers are okay. I mean, it's not a very good defense. No,
0: it's not. But they want a super. It's not the worst yeah. thing out there.
1: That's true. But uh, it's it's not that great. It's really really pretty pedestrian. So I feel like we should be able to score. It's a matter if we can score, keeping up with them, keeping the time down. It's a really tall tall glass of water on this one, I'll tell you. Yeah, is this? I
0: I can tell you, I'm not going to pick the Patriots and good so, to do that.
1: I know. I don't think I've ever picked against them on this show. So I think I'm just going to keep that <laughs>
0: keep that because
1: rolling. I you know I can't bet against them. It's just the chi, you know? Yeah. Can't go against the flow. So, um, yeah, I if we're going to lose, I mean, this is the best. This is the team to beat in the NFL right now. They're, they're the best, most talented, whatever. They're they're the team to beat in the AFC. They're the reigning champs. They're 3-0. There's some other good teams out there, but they they got the target on their head.
0: The way to make the case for the Patriots is you go, you see what they did against the Seahawks? The Seahawks are the chiefs of the NFC.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a good idea. Well, with the worst defense, but yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but they're they're the closest thing that we have in the NFL to, the, and the the Patriots took them to within one yard. Yeah, don't you think they could have learned some lessons from that and let that play out further? Plus, yeah. you you can pull from nobody has slowed down the Seahawks yet. This year. somebody the Chargers have slowed down the. Ch- Pull mm-hmm. some of those lessons, use them to your advantage, make up that one yard, get that victory. Mm-hmm. I don't believe anything I'm saying. But that's no. the case.
1: But that's how they would do it. Also, uh, Andy Reid is similar to Pete Carroll, where his head is up his ass in certain clock management situations, which, you know, hopefully we get down there and he blows it.
0: Belichick's just going to call in the fog machine and just, yeah, yeah right. Andy Reid's mask is going to get all like, foggy. Andy Reid's like one of these guys, it's like he doesn't even give a shit what's going on when the defense is on the field. I was just saying that last night. I'm watching the game, and uh, I can't remember what happened, but Lamar did something. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be nice, somebody go tell Andy Reid that something happened while, Literally. while he's just sitting on the bench, chit-chatting with his quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand. It's like, what if something happens where you need to make an immediate call? You just let somebody else do it? Like You have to be like, we... I mean, you know
0: what I mean? I guess he's... There's situations. Yeah. But it's like, I can't. if you have a substitution error, it's just on the player. Yeah. There's no coach actually overseeing anything. It's just, oh, if, if you have a substitution error, you better figure it out. Yeah, he's got another coach taking care of that. He, he's to like, us. oh, that's their job.
1: <laughs> well, it's just funny. You know, you, you wonder why Bill Belichick's so good. He's out there, and he's looking at – I mean, sometimes he's in his little fucking notepad thing, and his little – stills of formations he's looking at but like he's always defacing the damn game yeah he's watching the he's he's in it yeah he's very in the game andy Reid's like oh it's not offense i'll go walrus my way back to the bench
0: it's like <laughs> what are Break you doing dude flip, flipper good stuff so, okay, so yeah i got uh, i got the chiefs 31 yeah i think that's the biggest that's def- against the patriots definitely the biggest up in yeah, our biggest margin yeah, shows
1: victory. we've fucking done here i disagree
0: okay
1: okay I disagree I think we're gonna win 34 31 Wow all
0: right 34 points does that 34 include three points. defensive touchdowns no, <laughs> no. <laughs> two I think includes two I just expect I, I I'm just
1: being um, overly positive here yeah you are hoping that Damian Harris awakens on absolute giant you a you're, running game If you're betting... Damian Harris and Rex Burkhead and Tony Michelle and Cam Newton and it's like, okay. But, you know, and then they can pass. They somehow, Nikhil Harris just open with Julian Edelman. And Devin Asiasi was fucking open last game, and I hope they throw to him. He was, right? Why didn't they get on the ball? Because Cam didn't even look at him. I think if Cam takes a quick uh, little look at him sometimes, he could make a couple, couple receptions for the boys,
0: you know? A couple catches. You heard it here first, people. The Pats are going to score 34 points. Damian Harris is going to score 28 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, there you go. And that's going to be that. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week to see which one of us was right between the yeah. Pats and Chiefs. I can tell you that I really hope that James is right. Yep, too. <laughs> that was gracious. <laughs> Acknowledge my graciousness. <laughs> no. Okay, see y'all. Adios.